You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Smash After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Smash After Show. Hey, hit it. Nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Bing is for doing. And we are here doing another Smash Season 2, Episode 11, The Dress Rehearsal. I am Tamara Berg. I'm joined in studio by Kristen Carroll. Hey, guys. Kendra Capasal. Hello. John, what's your last name? Uh, Comerford. Filling in for Sarah Mendoza. And Marissa Serafini. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hey. So, Sarah is not with us tonight. I, ooh, hey, whoa. Hey, whoa. Humble. Whoa. <laughs> Technology breakdown there. Uh, Sarah's not with us tonight. John's yes. stepping in for once. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you for having me back, ladies. It's a pleasure to be here. We miss Missed you. Yeah. We're glad you're Everyone here. Everyone missed yeah. you. Oh, wow. Yeah. The road feels brighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Okay. I think um, we normally talk about this as our fourth, um, what do you call it, uh, topic. Oh, yeah. As we're going, I'm going to jump right to it. Oh. There were no songs in this episode. I, I know. No full numbers. I it's thought that was weird. <laughs> that was really... Yeah, yeah on a, on a, you know we uh, had little bits of a couple of mm-hmm. the on an episode songs. called Dress Rehearsal, and we had no full numbers. Yeah, um, and you know I think I talked about it last week about how I, my, I had a realization that the show is a drama with music in it. Yeah, and <laughs> it was as if I were predicting that, that wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was weird, and I didn't like it. I just want to say that for the you record. want you like more music. I love more music. Okay. I do. I mean, they sang right a little bit. Yeah, but there yeah. was there was just a. A vast lack of music in this mm-hmm. episode. We didn't do a montage at the end, even with you know no, no, no. There wasn't an actual performance at the end of last episode, but this episode just didn't even have. We had little bits of things here and there, and I did not like that because the nudity made up for it. Oh hell! Yes. Oh okay. Oh, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> We're gonna go there now. <laughs> oh all right. Exactly. Don't warm up, Kendra. Let's just go. Like the- pink elephant in the room otherwise right <laughs> well i think we should start off by talking about oh hey <laughs> oh. about bombshell um the show opened with tom having the classic actor's nightmare you remember that that <laughs> play right uh, no gosh we've all had it um but there's a there's a play called the actor's nightmare written by christopher durang which was yeah. um uh, you know, basically, it's a guy who gets thrown in a play and doesn't know any of the lines. I swear to you, I have not acted per se in mm. but like eight years, and I still have that dream at least once a week. Don't you? And everybody wow. has the you know show up for a test without being prepared dream. But 
the actor's nightmare. Uh, I've never, she, I've, honestly, I've never had the dream. Really? Never what had is dream. wrong with you? You're too well adjusted, right. obviously. Well, too balanced, I guess. But Tom, you know, Marissa, has this dream. You've been on stage. What, do you, what You've about had you? It, right? Yeah, I have not had that particular. What is dream? wrong with you people? <laughs> well, Tammy, it looks like either. you're the one that's having this dream. We, we don't have those dreams in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> We just show you're up not, to not the allowed, US and we're actors. It's and we too impolite to have that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that explains like, it, doesn't it? Can yeah. I have that dream? Yeah. No, yeah. All right. <laughs> but, you know, funny that he's having the actor's nightmare and he's on stage and naked. Yeah, which is yeah. interesting. A little foreshadowing. Right. <laughs> For what? Yeah. Or backshadowing, if I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Depends what side of the audience. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So getting ready for Bombshell to have their sort of friends and family preview and terrified about it. And as we go into rehearsals, they're having nothing but problems. The doors won't open. The smoke doesn't work. The, the plane, the plane <laughs> won't come in on yeah. time. Intermission's late for the and Intermission's five hours. Well, it's like a regular airport, the, exactly. the flight's yeah. delayed. The flight's delayed. I thought it, that's what yeah. they were going for. Yeah. Yeah. TSA thing With going the cardboard. On. So, um, so, but every tech's like that, you know. Well, it's not tech though; it's well, the dress that, rehearsal. Well, yeah, I know, but it's part of that. So, but you know, bad dress, good open—that's what they say. So, yeah, I guess they do. Yeah. Um, but it's so bad that they're trying to decide if they're going to <laughs> cancel the preview for the following night, which is the one that reporters would come to, yeah. and all of that yes. sort of thing. So, uh, Ivy, right off, has a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> Like the ultimate wardrobe malfunction. Was Justin Timberlake there too? No, no. no. you know what? You <laughs> know, the one that ripped Janet Jackson's yeah, of off. Of course, yeah. Yeah. right. But, but as it was happening, I, I, honestly, I thought, oh, I, I just thought that was part of the scene. I really didn't and, until everybody's reaction. Until everybody went, oh, I was like, what? Oh, okay, that's not supposed to happen. But, I mean, it looked like <laughs> it was because you know, it looked to. like she was aware that it was happening. Lisa, I mean, it, no, you know, it's just, I didn't no? catch that. I thought she no, I genuinely looked surprised mm-hmm. as well, and. We hadn't been prepped for nudity, so yeah. I didn't. I definitely was thinking that's a big mistake, right? <laughs> but I thought it was, you know, deliciously scandalous, <laughs> right? Is it? Is it too much of a horrible pun to say it was just titillating? Uh-huh. No, I didn't mean it. I, mean, I, I, didn't, I actually didn't mean the pun. What I mean is, it, it wasn't. A, it, I mean, it seems like the show smash was just being titillating, not, not really. Because it had nothing to do oh. with the show or anything like that. Were they just doing it for ratings? Yeah, except they didn't show anything because I, yeah, no, but it's they can't. Scandalous. But <laughs> maybe, but um, no, Sorry. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Taking it up a notch. Well, I I'm just wondering. Was, I mean, what I thought was interesting about it was that it be it started a conversation. You know, it it made Ivy talk to Sam. She and Sam yeah. had a very interesting conversation about him him being very yeah. forceful on the position of you're not going to do right. nudity. Mm-hmm. You don't need Speaking to. You're from above his own experience. that. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everyone saw his point. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. That was good. Right. Yeah. The funny line of the show. Um, but, and she was apprehensive about it too. So he was just kind of in her corner, right? Right. Yeah. Well, right. And after the reviews that went out for it too, everybody was focusing on that because it was such a huge moment. So it's like, well, do you want to be known for your performance, which mm-hmm. is great otherwise, or do you want to be known because you showed your boobs? Right. Not right. To quote Seth MacFarlane this year at the Oscars. Yeah. Right. But, exactly. Oh but then there's yes. a lot of people who do that for their art now. I think some of it the character does call for it and then there's other that they're just doing it because it adds 
to the excitement of the movie, mm-hmm. which some scenes, you know, I've, I've seen Oscar winning stuff where it's like, well, I don't really need that to mm-hmm. make it better. And then other things, they kind of do. Mm-hmm. Just depends on it. Yeah, to fast forward to, and sorry to do that, but um, no, 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 to the it's performance. Fine. That's where I was going to go to. Yeah, I think she made the right decision. Yes, it was a fair balance of you know, titillating. No, okay, let me not take his joke. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, I, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but um, it was it was just I think it was it was appropriate shock value the way that she and did it, and it wasn't in the place that we thought it would have been. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and and you said when you right. watched it, um, you said, oh, she did it from a power position this time. Well, instead yeah, it started of, it, uh, but obviously it made it even more vulnerable when it didn't work. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I thought that was great. Right. Her line was, um, I'll call your wife. I'm Marilyn Monroe. If you leave now, you'll regret it. Come back to bed. And so, yeah. So she did it as a power play. Sorry, I'm having yeah. I'm having Prior to that me. decision, did she, she was supposed to keep the sheet on in that, in that part? Yeah, yeah. But I guess. Yes. You know, it never came down. So. Yes. Otherwise, we'd have a nude scene in the movie. So it was just <laughs> no, it was a but, smart choice. Yeah, I thought yeah. so too. I thought it was a smart choice. Well, I thought it made it, the scene better. Well, and that's yeah. the thing. I mean, she she dropped the she dropped the sheet saying, you know, this is this is my power. Yeah. Showing you what you're what okay. you're walking you, away you from. Refu- you can't refuse this. Mm-hmm. And then as you say, mm-hmm. when he didn't take her up on it, yeah. then instantly she was rejected mm-hmm. and then had to cover up yeah. both mm-hmm. her body and her embarrassment and vulnerability mm-hmm. by pulling the sheet back up and mm-hmm. um, I just thought it was it was a really interesting way to do the nudity in the in the scene I agree and I'm surprised for Broadway I was thinking for that a huge Broadway show that I I would imagine that it would they would try to be slightly family friendly and then they kind of yeah. went away from that with the nudity because whether or not you know we believe it or not we're not like Europe. I mean, if there's nudity, it is a shock value right. on stage and stuff like that. So I wonder how that's going to bode for their production yeah. too, because that gets rid of a part of their audience. Well, I would except that I can't imagine people taking their ten-year-old kids to see a play about, about Marilyn Monroe, Monroe yeah. because she was much a like sex the- symbol. I mean, that was her primary. Role, role in life. And much like they wouldn't take them to see hair where there's nudity everywhere, that's really not for a, a 10-year-old or a family. That's not a Not appropriate, movie. yeah. It's not a family mm-hmm. musical either. So who knows? But I, I thought that was I interesting. I always think of tourists, like if they're going there and then uh-huh. the big the big show out in New York on mm-hmm. Broadway is Bombshell. You want to take the whole family if you're there in a group and all that kind of stuff and probably thinking, oh, it's this musical about Marilyn Monroe and because it's something that's classic they might still think it's good because if you right. watch the Marilyn Monroe movies, I mean, just it's it's still sexy, right? But you know, There's I was watching there. some like it hot when I was younger, right. or Seven Year Itch and stuff like that. I mean, I grew up on movies like mm-hmm. that, so to go to a play and probably like my grandpa would have taken me to see Bombshell and then he would have been trying to cover my eyes yeah. <laughs> the sheet fell. Yeah. So I grew up going to theater. So yeah. if mm-hmm. any of that would have happened, he would have flipped out because. Still, the biggest population of people that go to see theater are older. Right. So, well, then, th- then the other element of Bombshell, a couple of other things. Uh, Sam was uh, supposed to go in. Well, he was one of right. the candidates to go in to replace the injured dancer mm-hmm. and then ends up not going in or not going on, rather, uh, which is what ends, which ends up being a big problem for Tom. Mm-hmm. Tom, Tom, Tom. Thoughts about that? Uh, do you think that Sam made the right choice? Um, I, I'm Sam made the right choice to to quit, or to do you mean yeah. Tom made the right choice to not put him in? Well, both. Okay. 
Kendra? <laughs> I don't know about Tom not putting him in, but... Um, he blamed it on that the the guy he chose had been had in the been company there. longer. But it really depends on who was better. I mean, I don't care if you've been there longer or not. I mean, if it's better for the show to have somebody who who may okay, so you who's you, been you've in, only been here for two right. weeks, but you're clearly a better uh, performer than yeah. Sam should have been in. I don't know who the other person is. I don't know how, how good yeah. they are. Well, and I also wonder if there was potentially, again, one of those problems of Tom being concerned about being viewed as uh, m- making choices based on nepotism. Yeah, and I, as a director, you should just go, too bad. That's my choice. Exactly. Right. You, I don't, you can't control what everybody's going to think about every choice you make. What you have to do is go, okay, what's the best thing for this show? And if Sam was the best thing, regardless of whether he came in a week, a day, three weeks, three months, if he's the best guy for it, he's in. Says John. He so should. there, <laughs> it's show business as one of and our That's it. I mean, anybody who has said, a problem with it, too bad. Then quit. Go somewhere else where you where you can have a lovey, touchy-feely kind of relationship with your director. Right. So you think that Tom made a weak choice? Uh, well, again, since I don't know who he put in, I, it seems th- the way that I've seen it, it seems like Sam was a perfect uh, fit. Yeah. But I don't know who the other person was. Right. I just think if it were me and I, the way I saw Sam, put Sam in. Yeah. He's a well, great performer. And then Tom's excuse, the only thing he said was, well, he'd been there longer. Yeah, so that, not I, that he was agreed. better. Exactly. It if he would have said he practiced and he was kind of understudying and he's yeah. really good at this role and you've only been here for two weeks. Right. And you don't know it, then that would make sense. But Again, he doesn't say that. It would have been more dramatic if he had said, look, I, w- I wanted it to give it to you. It was a difficult choice for me to but make. But he's better. If he had said that, that would have been more, way more dramatic. He'd have to tell Sam that, well, actually... <laughs> I, you know, I, I love you, all that kind of stuff, but he's better. That would have been more interesting, more difficult. I think that demonstrates how green Tom is as a director, though. Yeah. So yes. Kind of like making the wrong decisions yeah. in the right places, <laughs> if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, well, this whole episode was him talking about everybody's going to know I can't do it. Yeah, and, you know, right. So. Yeah. Why he was having the naked dreams in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then, Wait, oh, go ahead. Can I ask you, was that... What's his name from Cleveland or that we sent to Cleveland? Yes, Ellis yeah. was in yeah. bed with him. Yes. Yeah. But was that shot before he left the show or is he coming back? I, th- I think that was the one because we had That's a tease that he was going to show up in some way, mm-hmm. oh. which was the um, early on in this season where, you know, he was called on the phone and got, uh, you yeah, know, inside yeah. information. But then after that episode came out, there was a news story that he might show up again. There was some sort of weird kind of <laughs> back backhanded information that did not didn't really say he was coming back or not but he would make a presence I think was what the quote was okay. so I think we have seen so that was it the last of Ellis <laughs> please don't yeah. let that be the, the last, last of, of that nightmare yeah. of course because I screamed <laughs> I was going to say it. I, was, I heard you <laughs> out my window he's in <laughs> Cleveland I, I heard her too yeah <laughs> I'm sure you all did. I thought it was, and then I was like, maybe it was someone who looked like him, but why would No, it that was Alice. Thank yeah. you for bringing that up. I'm glad you did. I didn't even write it down. I blocked it from my memory. <laughs> yeah. So then going back to Sam and Tom, do you think that Sam made the right choice by leaving? I think so. Mm-hmm. Quitting. Yeah, yeah, the way he said it, it seemed clearly the right choice for him. He, he's done. He's, he's done. not going anywhere, and yeah. he's he's being underused. And he's even going talents. in the wrong direction, according to him. So yeah, Right, yeah, he really is. something, so... Right. He said, I left a featured role in a national tour. I don't I don't want to figure it out. I'd rather be unemployed than work for you. Ouch. Yeah, that one really I was like, eesh. I think he was also talking about his decisions, his poor decision making. Tom's. Tom's poor, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, seeing how he was kind of trying to convince Ivy to get naked and I right. think that happened after, right? Did that happen before? Wh- did what happen before? I mean, the I'm Tom, defer to you on that. <laughs> did Tom and Sam, Sam have that conversation after Ivy yeah. was? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think after all of Ivy. that 
you know, gave him the, the educate, educated decision of leaving. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, and I mean, it's been a struggle for them from the very beginning. I would like for them to, the two of them, to have had a relationship that could be successful. But there were a lot of... Um, well, you know, Sam kind of came off as a really sort of noble mm-hmm. character, and Tom was the flawed character in that relationship, mm-hmm. and and that's how it showed up yet again yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Marissa, any mm-hmm. thoughts on this? The Tom and um, Sam. I think it was right of Sam to leave. Yeah, because Sam was literally thrown in there just because Tom wanted him. And it didn't seem like it was really his choice. He was like, okay, if you really want me to, I'll do it because I'm a good friend of yours. But mm-hmm. if it's in your heart, if it's not, doesn't feel right, then you should leave. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, well, I gotta go. Okay. <laughs> it's time for you to leave, John. <laughs> um, let's talk about Julia uh, making the staging decision that yeah. changed the intermission from being too long to <laughs> yeah. fixing it. So she had she had a number start in the audience was basically the, the right. fix. So um, and immediately it made me think of you, John, right. because you've done a couple of shows where right. where that was the case. That yes. and I, I actually wanted to ask you and anybody else who's who's been involved in a show like that was for you was it a device that was used? F- and what I mean is starting in the audience and playing with the audience. You did a show, Scapino, where right. you were clowning, basically, yeah. with the audience in the well, that Comedia Dollar Arte. That, w- that wasn't done at the intermission, though. That's the only difference. Uh, right. In that particular show, we did it... Uh, actually, I did it. It was more or less to uh, use warm a device to warm the audience up to get them in the... Because the show that we were doing was not... Uh, you, you have to be in the right frame of mind to just run with it and have fun with it and not take it seriously because you're not supposed to take it seriously. So it was kind of to warm the audience up for that kind of humor and that kind of play. And, and that's what why that was successful. There was a few shows well, and, where we've done and, it. And, uh, sorry, excuse me, but back then was it was not as... Um, it, was it was a not device that was done. not very used. Yeah, it was not widely done. Certainly Especially, not in America. Yeah, it was and, more and, used in, and, in Europe. Yeah, and not necessarily when you open the show with that because people are just coming in, they're just getting seated and we're, things are happening as soon as they walk in the theater. Well, in the way Cirque du Soleil does now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or exactly. certain other shows. So yeah. that was something, not to give but away there, your age or anything, but it was <laughs> a while okay. back that you guys did that. But we, we did a few shows at the intermission where it, it was done specifically to... Um, well, it was kind of the same thing. Right, with, that's what I was asking. Yeah, to, to do it that way. And it was... It to is, buy it, yourself some time. Buy yourself some time and to get the audience the back. And, and also, yeah, and it's it's it was very successful. And as you can see, it's here. It was successful in their particular run at it, too. The one thing I kept thinking was, we never sat in seats, though. We just came through the audience and stuff. And I was thinking, well, look at the poor slobs who had their seats, and they, they couldn't sit Excuse down. Excuse me, can well, you no, move, you have please? to wait in the lobby until we're done. I was I thinking the so same bad thing. Them. I, like seat fillers like, at the Oscars or something. Because there were probably 20 cast yeah. members who were sitting in the audience yeah, taking up seats. So they don't get part of that first number. So, you know, but it was effective. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it, too. Every time I was in, like, a play that interacted with the audience, we usually did it um, just for as a... to distract the audience for something else that's happening on stage that you really don't want the audience to To see. To be paying attention to. And be like, oh, that's how they did it. Um, And another example is if you're, like, moving big sets on the stage at the same time, like, for the next scene, that you use that uh, audience right. interaction right. just mm-hmm. to close the curtains mm-hmm. so no one can see that. And misdirection, basically. It's, yeah, it's it very really risky, though, because you never know what kind of audience you're going to get. So and right. sometimes right. it does not go over well if you're climbing over people. Right. That I can attest to. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you get grabbed in weird places? I did, as a matter of fact. (laughs) Awesome. Well, let's move on to Hit List. Um, They also were going through, you know, it was a parallel the entire episode of the two shows and their opening. Um, So we began with, where are we starting here? So um, Anna, rather, and Karen getting ready to go on. And this is before the, the preview, their stumble through before their stumble through um, Jimmy has been rewriting songs trying to make sure basically he's trying to ensure his and Karen's positions within the show so shows up to um, to do those you know to display those songs and Derek loves them all or does he right exactly (laughs) or does he yeah exactly then we have um Derek coming up with the big idea of telling the story in flashback. So, you know, revealing at the beginning or the ending at the beginning, Mm. um, the diva in disgrace, Amanda succeeding as herself and changes the opening. Now, Jimmy had said, don't worry, we're making sure that Karen's first song and her first, you know, she is the first person we see. Then Derek in this rehearsal decides, no, 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 we're going to open with the diva. So all of a sudden, that that key position that Karen had held was taken away, and it just keeps sort of cascading with her losing her position, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So um, the one little bit of song that we had was that um, something about falling through the sky uh, that Anna sang a cappella right. with a gun. Yeah. Um, I felt like it was a powerful choice. Um, but I I, I want to hear what everybody else has to say about it. What did they think? I agree. I liked... I still have a problem with Anna as the diva. I'm not buying her in that role, but I liked what he did with that, and I thought it was a good choice, you know, to not have any music, and it makes it more powerful. And yeah. How did it get to that point, yeah. I think, is a cool thing. You don't know who she's shooting at, right. which... When they're like, "Oh, it's going to ruin the ending," and you're like, "Well, no." Now you're intrigued. Yeah, and you have a ticking time bomb. There. Who yeah. is this? You know what's right. going on? Yeah, how and did you, you have get a there? ticking time bomb? You know, at some point, someone's going to get killed. So, so yes, yeah, every scene is colored with, "Oh my God, is that the person right. she's going to? Is this person she's going to kill?" So right, it so adds a lot of intrigue, and, and of, you have anticipation exactly. the entire time. Yeah. He kind of said that too. Yeah, he was saying, you know, while they were, he was envisioning it, he said, "Who's going to get shot? Is yeah. it so and so?" Yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah, I thought it was great, but I'm. I, I'm with Kristen on this one. I just don't. I don't get why they call her a diva. She doesn't look like a diva. She doesn't sound like a diva. She doesn't move like a diva. So well, call we, her something else. We had a couple. A of, we had a couple of comments where people said, "No, she absolutely can be a diva and is a diva." Um, but Not you know, yet. one of, one of the things that they tend to do with this show is show us one thing and then switch switch gears completely mm-hmm. in the next episode and show us something different. So I expect that that she's cast as as the diva. She's going to show up as a diva. Um, eventually, and and maybe we'll start buying it more as we go on because we've you know we. But the thing, yeah. the go thing ahead. is with changing the opening. Usually, in openings, you see the main character. Yes. And if you're giving the main song to a secondary character, you're literally changing the protagonist in the story. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's just changing up the whole storyline in general. Right. And maybe that's what Derek's trying to do. I don't know, but I, I don't. even if he is trying to do that, I still don't see her as a diva. Do you see her as a diva? Oh, no, not yet. Maybe it's I mean, just... I mean, I'm sure she's capable of being a diva, but we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. It might just be semantics. Like, maybe she's just that's, supposed to... I agree. Through I mean, whatever I said, the change your name. script is. Yeah. 
like you know in in the words she uses maybe mm-hmm. not in her actions or you know, yeah, do you mean by calling her the word, the name Diva? Yeah, I'm saying it. Stop calling her Diva because she doesn't look like one. She doesn't sound like one. She doesn't act like one. She doesn't move like. There's nothing about her that says Diva. I don't care what anybody says. I just don't see it. I don't feel it. I oh, don't I, buy it. I mean, I'm saying maybe sh- their definition of Diva is different right. from the one that everyone just expects, like the I feel old school Mariahs or the Jennifer yeah. Hudsons. Or then why say diva? The one, why change the definitions? We don't maybe, we don't know what the maybe. hell they're well, talking about. The show then. is all about reinvention. I mean that is one of the things they've said over and over again. So we're going to reinvent what a diva is. Maybe, maybe. it's D E E V A. It's like saying the Kendra, like yeah. the diva, oh. like that's her name. Okay. Oh. So if you just say Marinate Mariah on that for a while. or Madonna, you know who we're talking. The Madonna, yeah. Regardless of what we call her, I just I thought the interactions between. Anna and Karen were good. Off stage. Off stage, absolutely. Yeah. All that tension between them and, you know, the, you know, Karen. It was interesting, Karen saying, I thought you wouldn't let him do it. It's all about talent anyway. He's only doing that because, mm. you, you know, I'm just going, whoa, okay. And maybe right. he's doing that on purpose so that they'll have that energy to deal with That would be stage. interesting. Yeah. And then well, at the end, say, yeah, I'm kidding. That guys. would be so yeah. unlike Derek to pit people <laughs> against each other. Right, to do those backstage shenanigans. How right? could you say that? <laughs> Well, do you guys think that he's mostly doing it to get back at Karen or Jimmy now? Or do you actually think he likes where he's going with it? <laughs> likes Ivy? <laughs> yeah, I like, bought it. I mean, like, with, with the, the diva being a main role now, I think... I bought I bought it when he did it. When mm-hmm. he did the whole change, the whole opening, I bought that he really thought... That his motivation that was, was because yeah. it was yeah. better for the show. I did. I think, I yeah, it. his talk with Julia, I think, helped him yeah. have some sort of enlightenment. Clarity about it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 He had well, an epiphany. Yeah, yeah. and... And, you know, we've talked about whether or not he has true feelings. Maybe he is, maybe Derek is growing up and actually developing real relationships. But, you know, more than anything, (laughs) I think, um, more than anything, more than anything, I don't think he would make, he's such a, uh, diva himself. (laughs) Yeah. I can't imagine him (laughs) making a choice for a chick in, in this kind of situation, unless it was just for about the power Mm-hmm. You know, the power of the relationship. And he already told Richard from the New York Times that, you know, that wasn't where their relationship was going. Yeah. Richard had talked about, wouldn't it be great if, um, you know, yeah. the ingenue and the director go off and, you know, mm-hmm. have a wonderful life off Broadway. But I also think mm-hmm. because he's he gave up the Broadway thing with Bombshell and he is working here. Yeah. He really wants this thing to do well because Absolutely. otherwise then the whole thing was a waste. That's right. So he does really want the show to be good because he, it has to be for him so it can justify his reason for going here. Yeah, I th- because I think if, he he, if he can't make it off Broadway yeah, he's in <laughs> trouble. He's in big in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, his, so. his whole um, career really yeah, is sort of hinging so on I, this. I don't think it has much to do with Jimmy and Karen. I don't think so. I think that's how it started. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But since it went in that direction and he's going to go with it because he's stubborn, then you have to make it the best that he mm-hmm. possibly can. Mm-hmm. That's what I took from it. Because mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. believe he he believes in that opening shot and the fact that it is good. Right. I think mm-hmm. it is. And Well, let me ask you this. With the fact that he's now kind of seeing Ivy, so to speak, uh, do you think that lessens the, that, it, that makes it easier for him not to care about Karen? Yes. Yeah, because she's filling uh, she's yeah. filling a place, yeah. right? Yeah. What do you it's think of it? Well, because he's getting some now. So, no, no. well, you're not a, a fan mood. of them. I don't. It it bugs me, but then I'm was I I'm more mad at how the writers wrote them apart. Who the, who? Um, Darren and, and Derek all yeah. of a okay. sudden now because I 
I still think they have better chemistry and all that. But then I found myself strangely being like, maybe Derek and Ivy are better suited right at this point. But I like love him so much with Karen. I just feel it's better. Mm-hmm. I feel that relationship is way better. But how they've decided to take both of them, it, it their choices now are starting to make sense. But I don't like that they did that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I got a tweet this week. I can't, I couldn't find it today. I don't know where it went. But I got a tweet this week from a viewer who, who said, I, un, I now get why I like Derek and Karen together. And, and I think it was a woman. She said, um, it's because I know it's the last season. And I really don't want her to be with Jimmy for all eternity. <laughs> <laughs> That's a She's great point. Yeah. Well, John, you mentioned power. My theory is that Derek is a sociopath. And yes. it doesn't matter who he's with, who the right? Who person is, because yeah. he's kind of in he's love with just, himself just, anyway. Right, so. right. And, um, yeah, so being with Ivy, in his head, is having one up on Karen. Okay. Even though she doesn't, she, I don't think sure. she really cares, because she's with Jimmy. Interesting. Which, um, yeah, so that's <laughs> that's my theory. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. a nutshell. Well, well then, speaking about theories, let's let's talk about how we want to hear everybody else's theories out there. So, for those of you who are writing in and commenting on iTunes and uh, you know YouTube's and things, like that, please continue to do that. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say in terms of the mo- uh, the show and what your opinions are, where you think things are going. So, please continue to do that. Go to iTunes or uh, and you can rate and comment. You can download. You can sign up, and, and when the share air, show airs, we'll we'll have a. A tweet or what are we going to text them? I can't remember. You get notified basically, so yeah, do that for us and tell a friend. We have twenty million downloads a week. We have sixty shows here for you, so I'm sure that people will find something that they like. So thank you for doing that and uh, keep it going. Yeah, and it really helps us out, so we appreciate that. Um, the so just to put a sort of bow on the talking about the two shows, the review comes out a little ways through the episode and. Richard, whose last name I can't remember, um, talks about uh, he from Richard from the New York Times compares Hit List with Bombshell yeah. and basically gives raves to the Hit List and calls Bombshell sort of a thing of the past, of a reflection yeah. of the past. But he he, he made a great uh, display of saying, "No, I was." saying good things about him. Right? <laughs> I said it was, what did he say? I said they were both. Yeah, he said they were good. The, the must see. Yeah. yeah. Shows yeah. the season. Arlene yeah. didn't have any of it, though. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but whoever, I'm not sure which one of you ladies was talking about how uh, they're going to put these two on a track and they'll both be up for Tony's, Tony's and stuff yeah. like that. So clearly yeah. that's what they set up. So that was nice, whoever did that. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> good call. It was bright of you. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Speaking of the Tonys, I tweeted out a um, picture of Sutton Foster and I. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Tony Award winner, winner, Sutton Foster. That's right. Um, Okay, so let's talk about the relationships because we, you know, normally we we have our topics very clearly delineated, but to this week's show was just all over the place. So let's just go through relationships. Um, All right, let's talk about Anna and Karen. You talked a little bit about yeah that. So you liked did you, you liked Anna kind of calling Karen on her? Yeah, I did. But well, first of all, I just love the conflict and the drama. But I thought right? it really raised that, kind of elevated it. So now they can go somewhere with that relationship. So now because you know they they're friends to some degree. Yeah. And now they can be you know trying to figure out what that means because anytime you're fr- you have a friendship with somebody and now they're in competition with you, it's like how do you handle the friendship with instead of the business side of it I think that I find that fascinating well and I thought it was interesting that Anna was saying you know I, I 
I thought I thought we were friends, and now I see that we're not. That you're cutthroat. But she, even though she was knew she was in direct competition because you're constantly in direct competition with your with your friends when you're in show business especially in Broadway because it's a very small circle and like Los Angeles where the circles are a lot are a lot bigger um and then you know it was just completely dashed she was Anna was really kind of handling it okay maybe because she was in the the lower position the more subservient position to Karen's big star mm-hmm. and Karen just was not Handling it well. Playing that that game. She wasn't playing the same game at all. And I just thought that was an interesting yeah. counterpoint one to another. Did you guys like that, the exchange between the two? Or did you just go, eh, whatever? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it was uncomfortable, which is yeah. what it was supposed mm-hmm. to be. Exactly. Um, Especially because you know they have to go live together afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. awkward. awkward. You like it? But at the same time, uh, at the end, when they were all reading their... PDAs or whatever. Yeah, they, seemed, it was like, yeah. <laughs> they were kind of interacting with each other yeah. on friendly terms, right? Because well, they were getting good news. Terms. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know. Like you go, Karen. You you if it wasn't it. a hit, they were going to blame it on each <laughs> other. Be throwing the phones at well, each other. I don't know. I have to say, Marissa, you can chime in on this too. I would not be comfortable if I were Anna. You know, working. It's not that I wouldn't be comfortable, but I wouldn't have always lingering in the back of my mind that Karen was pretty much certain that. I playing, you know, being Anna was not as talented and not going to um, help each other and, you know, not support because um, uh, Karen's quote was, he only gave you that song because he was pissed at me. Yeah. Mm. Seriously? That's what you're going to say? Yeah, I think that was a little low, but you know what? It's so realistic because that yeah, stuff know, exactly. really does yeah. happen backstage mm-hmm. and it's just about like how you approach it and how you deal with it mm-hmm. backstage with your friends because mm-hmm. it is all a competition even though you're in the same game mm-hmm. but those kind of exchanges really do happen so mm-hmm. I believe that um, and I, I liked how Anna pointed it out because yeah. uh, Karen she she's feeling threatened by someone who could potentially take her spot yeah and it's mm-hmm. going that way yeah it's going mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so then let's move from Karen to Karen and Jimmy. Boo. <laughs> Jimmy. Let's talk <laughs> about Jimmy. Interesting <laughs> that, that she yeah. revealed to him that she knew all about him. I mean, the, one of her very first conversations with him in this episode is, uh, are you on something? That's yeah. horrible. She should have done that a few, ep- or, yeah. okay, a few and, or last episode. Mm-hmm. And she still was just kind of hesitant with the way she approached it. It didn't seem like Karen to me. So when you say that, that was Karen. horrible, what was horrible about it to you? It just, it was... It's kind of weak. Yeah, she needed to be more direct. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're up? Oh, yeah. did you take something? <laughs> Advil? No, like something? Like yeah. I found it. Like it just, mm-hmm. it, was, it didn't seem like Karen t- to me. I can understand that, though, because I... I, every girl, when you have a confrontation with your boyfriend or a guy that you're seeing, you don't want to be the naggy girl. So, are you doing drugs all the time? Just right. Kind of, that was her kind of passive-aggressive way of saying, so are you on anything? She's besides naggy. Caffeine? Karen is naggy, so I didn't understand But I don't why think, she, I, even if she oh, is, that's probably, Karen, not, that's probably not her intent, though. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. thinking she's being there, oh, I'm just going to nag the, the heck show, out of this guy. But <laughs> well, your opening or whatever thing is coming up, don't you think she should have been more direct about this? Because it's not just the relationship that, that that's riding on this. It's whether or not he can actually you know, perform. But that's oh. not and, Karen's and, character very much, though. She doesn't then, do that as well. 
I, I don't I don't think. I mean, anytime she has confrontation, it's always in her kind of Karen quiet way. Mm-hmm. She's never been one like, why are you doing drugs? This is right. the last, you know, straw mm-hmm. with all that kind of stuff. I mean, we've never seen that that much. Mm-hmm. And he, he was essentially doing her, you know, working for her in those 72 hours that he was awake, you know, trying to save her songs and save her position because her position and his position are quite tied together in the show. So, you know, I, I think that she she was coming at it from a little bit of a deficit of, you know, I'm going to call you on your stuff, but I need you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can't be too powerful yeah, with but it. She's falling in love with him, too. Well, then there's that. <laughs> he could have gotten her arrested, though. Like, there should have been more passion. Like, you, are you crazy? You could have gotten us in trouble. You know, then the whole thing would have been shut down. And you know. that'd be good drama. <laughs> <laughs> I think That's what I mean. That's what I was thinking right? the same thing. Yeah. I think it's becoming a bigger issue because we even see Anna talk to Karen and saying that he's um, he's using Coke. And she's like, oh, no, he's just, you know... Red Bull. Yeah, just a lot Red, of Red Bull. Bull right. exactly. Working on this play. And of course, you know, adrenaline. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no. So was, if a third person's even mentioning it, it's, it's escalating. And Derek did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Derek, you know, did, said the whole thing about, you know, the, I gave him the money that was, a, you know, for his past drug heads or for whatever. Drug. And she yeah. so, so easily discounted and put that in denial. So more people are talking about it, it's escalating. Yeah. Right. And you know if just those four people are talking about it, there are a whole lot more who know about it. Well, right. and his who aren't saying things. Creepy ex roommate was hanging out outside. <laughs> I thought Adam. for sure yeah. Anna was gonna take him home or yeah. something. Yeah. That was oh the direction God. I thought it was, it was going. Probably, but don't you think it will now? Because that was such a weird exchange the way she kinda had eyes for him. It's like Okay, that's creepy. She had big eyes yeah. for him. Yeah, she exactly. Was smiling. <laughs> Just back to the thing about Derek telling Karen yeah. about Jimmy's secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, again, what do you guys think his Derek's motivation was in telling her that? He to still cares for get her. Her yeah. to back off of him. Yeah. So it wasn't get rid of him so that you can be with me. It was I care about you. Yeah, I got it. I care about you, and you know, you just be careful because you know what you're getting into, and be aware. I think that's what I got. I just have to say one side thing about that scene. I could not stand that he was sitting on the couch reading a magazine. I know. You never would see Derek flipping through a magazine. <laughs> that just looked so implausible to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sure he just had to have some business and picked up a magazine, but it just didn't mm-hmm. work for me at all. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think I I felt like some of his motivation mm-hmm. throughout the entire episode was... You know, maybe if I make things bad for her in her other relationship, she might come back to me. I felt like that was that, at least part of his motivation. It might be in the back of his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think part of it was just the caring side of, of their relationship and the fact that he spoke to her father that time. Maybe he yes. feels some sort of responsibility yeah. for her some well-being. Or, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... I don't know. Now, what about the fact that Jimmy is not his real name and he does not have a social security number in addition to the $8,000. That was new information that we got. Yeah. Um, so so the, the mystery the mystery deepens about Ooh, Jimmy. Yeah. Well, he has a number under his government name then, right? <laughs> Are you saying he's in Witsack? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a whole different smash. That's oh great. Goodness. I like that. A guy who's in Witsack goes on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And he's a star. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's a problem <laughs> he's for the He's the headliner. So. Yeah. No, he just, I just think he's running away from his past. I've been yeah. watching Mad Men recently, and, mm-hmm. you know, 
Donald Draper did the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's season one. It's not a big spoiler. They're in season six. You so. know, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm but, behind. <laughs> you know, I, I have a challenge with it because on one hand, I think it's great that they're stingy with the information and they're trying to draw it out. Right. And all that. Uh, but I, because I don't really care too much about Jimmy, I, I just want him to get it, you know, give us the backs. What's the ghost? Let us know what it is and then deal with it because... I don't care enough about it, and I, I know I'm, well, I'm not in the necessarily in the majority on that. But I, I wish that they would just move that along because I'd much rather have the fireworks than to keep pulling it out and pulling it out and pulling it out. If I cared more about them, I'd probably go, "Oh no, gosh, don't let it out!" But I don't. I well, but I one. think, and you know, you can tell me what you think about this because I'm going to go into your expertise. But I think from a writing standpoint, because <laughs> mm-hmm. you're a writer, uh, I don't know if you do that. Yeah. The I think part of the problem is they don't have enough story and they're having to stretch it out. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you, here's my prediction: I think the last four episodes are going to be awesome of this season. Because <laughs> they're going to throw because they've going everything they've been holding off on all uh, the damn songs they didn't put in today's uh, this week's episode, <laughs> all of that stuff that we've been waiting for. Okay. they're just holding on to it until the end of the season, uh, which I think is a bit of a cowardly way to do it. If I can want to say that, but. Well, if they do that, it's going to be great four shows. It is going to be a great four last episodes. Wow. Um, so after Karen learns this information from Derek, she goes to Jimmy and confronts him. Mm-hmm. And he says, but my past is my past. Yeah. It, Thoughts I, on that the, on that confrontation? Anyone? Kendra, especially? <laughs> it's just the same thing. They're, I just feel they're not really acting like themselves, like their characters. And... Um, all they could say was, I'm sorry, and she said, I'm sorry, too, and walked away. And So that's it, though. They're over, right? Yeah, I thought that's well, what see, I Well, the thing is, is that she I had got, that huh? same conversation with him last episode. Yeah. You know, she was, I'm not doing this anymore. If you're not going to be public about our relationship, then I'm walking away. Well, And, then and they, I'm done. And then they held hands. Right. And then they held hands public. and kissed by the end of the episode. They and were walking down the street together. And then this episode, kissing each other as they walk on stage... Oh, so you're not really done with him. (laughs) And then she learns all of the stuff about him, and he goes, sorry, my past is my past. And she's like, okay, I am walking away. (laughs) And then then by the next scene they had together, she was going, I want to be with you for a very long time. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. (laughs) Did you like that part? I I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I just felt like... You know, Karen was so much more of a powerful character, a character coming from her power in season one. You know, she was this incredibly naive and innocent ingenue coming to Broadway, um, being given, going into a world that has access like she has never seen before, opportunities coming her way, people, and then people trying to take advantage of her, and she was standing up Mm -hmm. and she was saying no. To Derek, one of the most powerful people who you would absolutely want to be receiving you and appreciating you, she said no and said, "This is I'm going to do it this way." And all of a sudden, this season, she's just become like this. Yeah, with a guy from Jimmy. (laughs) Oh gosh! (laughs) I wish people could see your expression. (laughs) Describe it for us, John. I don't know how to. She, I can't express. Just a lot of disdain. I just think, a stain for Jimmy. Does she have sour, sour something yes, in her mouth? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Bad taste in my mouth. Mm. Yeah. You know when when she when he said I'm sorry and then she and yeah. she said I'm sorry too. I'm going, thank God. Can we do something else now? <laughs> next. Can we move on to yeah, the next version else? of this topic? I agree. That's what I was hoping as well. As soon as they said, I'm like, uh, my initial thought was, oh, they're over. And you know, I watched on Hulu, so I couldn't see what the uh-huh. previews were for next week. So I, I'm not sure. They actually they didn't, they didn't have any. previews. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you didn't miss a thing. Okay. <laughs> cool. No, you um, didn't. Yeah, but I I was hoping they were done and I could see where she's frustrated with that and hopefully she just follows through with this exact time and he'd have to make some huge changes for her. I mean, I don't like him at all so I don't think she should be involved in any case even if he makes changes. Um, People don't change that quickly. Right. If he's not comfortable sharing the past, she can't trust him. Mm -hmm. And you can't have a relationship if you don't have trust. Well, and the counterpoint to that (laughs) the counterpoint to that that relationship is, is Kyle actually yeah. standing up to Jimmy and yeah, that, was that was awesome great. right that was funny. <laughs> you know it's also about not, uh, we'll talk about we'll get back to that yeah, I just yeah. wanted a real quick I thought he was great as how he imitated Derek oh I know yeah. wasn't that good <laughs> finally they gave Kyle something to do way to go Kyle <laughs> and it amused uh, it amused Julia too. yeah it was great yeah. so okay but yeah it was terrific when he told uh, Jimmy I don't, I don't remember the exact dialogue, so I'm sure that you That Derek was right. Yeah. Right. Derek's right. Yeah. It's better this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then afterwards, privately. Right. When he said that. And then and then even in the next time they spoke, when when Jimmy was trying to apologize. Yeah. He went, no, yeah. I'm always brilliant or and whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Jimmy pulled a Karen where it was like, well, I think you just want to be with me sort of a thing. It yeah. brought in like mm-hmm. his relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Derek's jealous with of Karen and you are too or something mm-hmm. so I thought that was a that was almost a worse move than Karen with Anna I thought to like do that yeah. to somebody who's been such a close friend yeah. for for so long I don't know how long Karen and Anna have been friends mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they've made it clear that Kyle and Jimmy have been together for a long since time since grade school or yeah. something I think others, yeah. friends yeah. make the worst enemies no kidding. No <laughs> kidding. Well, and I thought it was interesting the way they've sort of toned down Kyle's crushing on yeah. Jimmy. And and I wonder if it's yeah. because he Kyle's has this boyfriend. other relationship coming in. Well, yeah. it, was, it was like they were clearly going that way. And then it's like, eh, well, yeah, we won't follow that storyline. Let's do something else. Yeah, was he there again? Was it the <laughs> boyfriend? <laughs> Kyle's yeah. boyfriend? Well, he was in this episode. Was, they, they kissed. Oh, yeah. see, yeah, I don't have that. I blinked. Yeah. <laughs> Because Jimmy said, why don't you, you go out and have some fun? Uh, you deserve it. Then yeah, they, at they, the they, end they, of that exactly. apology yeah. conversation. Yeah, was, and yeah. I didn't even... Yeah, yeah, yeah I did blink. But yeah, Sorry. I never followed that through. And you know, it was so funny because you know, for five weeks now, we haven't seen Kyle have any kind of pining for Jimmy at all. And right. And he brings it back up. I said, like, what? Right. <laughs> but that storyline like is so tired. It is. <laughs> You've heard that so many times. True. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Very true. Jimmy doesn't have the qualities that Kyle's looking for. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> Let's talk about Julia. <laughs> so, that was great. The way you said it, it was funny. John appreciates good humor. Yeah, I'm thank you. To tell you. Uh, uh, Julia, Julia. Wow. How about yeah, Julia going behind Tom's uh, back? Well, in, in Tom's eyes, going behind his back, and then gets found out yeah. by Richard Francis of all people by the New York Times. Yeah. For goodness' sake, and called out, and you know, in public. Mm. Wow. Jeez. Poor Tom. Well, right. So, how ta- did Richard find out just from going from the rehearsals and seeing her there, yeah, or yeah, was yeah, that yeah. information the- leaked a little bit? I was wondering that, and I think it's because I th- then then I questioned Scott, but I don't think. And, and Julia didn't have any bad, you know, 
uh, thoughts going intentions. into that. Intentions. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Going into it at all, and they made it seem a lot bigger, which helps Hit List, mm-hmm. right? But I don't think he should be as mad because obviously, look at how it looked poor the other week when Liza Minnelli was there, and there were photographers. Yeah. Well, that wasn't Tom's, you know, right. Fault. Doing, it was right. Eileen's, and so this wasn't Julia's fault. And, and quite literally, she, was she her said, "Boyfriend." Yeah, you know? and she said, uh, "He said." Tom said, "I don't. I'm not going to need you. You don't." It, yeah. he said it. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, but you have to know that there's that Tom and Julia have been a pair, have been mm-hmm. a team for a long time. Yeah, and and they haven't had side projects as far as we know. Mm-hmm. And so for her to go off in these last moments of his sh- of their show. Even though she's sort of been relegated to a secondary but position, she saved as the, the intermission thing. What I mean, how much is she supposed? To, how much work is she supposed to do that he should be doing? I mean, she saved that. Yes, but but Tom is already in a vulnerable position, concerned about how he's going to be received as a director, right. and so the the security of his partner being there mm-hmm. is being questioned or at least shaken because she's going off doing something else. Clearly. So it's so it's him just feeling another betrayal. Yeah. He ended last week's episode with the betrayal of mm-hmm. Ivy, and so he's just whether or not it's. I, I, I'm not disputing the fact that it might be irrational mm-hmm. for him to go there, but he is going there because he's already feeling like the ground is a little wobbly underneath him to begin yeah. with. And so his one partner, who he's always counted on, is doing something behind his back, didn't tell him about it, yeah. and is helping out a competing show. Okay, well, I, I would take issue only with the competing thing, just because I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't think that Bombshell on Broadway would be competing with Hitless. Not that they wouldn't. I mean, At the Manhattan can, Theater. Yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously, if you have a show on Broadway like Bombshell, I mean, if you think your competition is a Hitless show. Right, so it's apples and then oranges. Then you've already screwed up. No. Mm-hmm. So, so, you th- so you do think that Tom's concern is irrational? Yeah, completely. And if, if he really wanted her there... You should have said, "Look, I really need you on this. I, I, I just need you in the audience. I need you to be. I mean, let me do my thing. Let me try. But I just need your support." Well, and they sort of That's had, what you should have said. And they have been able to do that with each other yeah. in the past, and didn't this time. So, for whatever and reason, I, I, I'm just like seriously, she helped him out of the intermission thing. I mean, you not, how much work is she supposed to do for you? <laughs> I mean, you're the director. You know, do something. Direct. Yeah. Well, and I, <laughs> I agree with you. I'm just trying to play the other side of it. Does anybody uh, else have any other opinions on that, on the Julia and Tom well, situation? And he could also just view it as Julia's helping out this guy that she started to date. Yeah. And even Scott said, I've got a date. And Derek said, you know, oh, tell hello. her I say hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they were holding hands in the last one. So obviously there's something going on. They know each other. And he should know better than anybody that it. It's it's in the media. It's probably a little overblown. Yeah. I think right. it was just the last straw that broke the camel's back, you know, with all these technical difficulties mm-hmm. and stuff, right. and then just one more thing added to it. That's you it. could have been happy for her. Wow. You got two shows. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I think it has everything to do with the insecurity. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I agree. Everyone's emotional all over the place. And Eileen was pissed. Oh, yeah. Saying bye-bye to Richard Francis. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Why are you laughing, John? Tell well, us. That scene was, uh, well, it was just a little overplayed for me. It, was, it just seemed like it, it, that was a rehearsal they shot. <laughs> she, well, she seems, she tends to be a little overdramatic sometimes yeah. in her in her scenes. Eileen does. Mm-hmm. 
uh, but we have not seen a single drink thrown in anybody's face. Yeah, I almost I was, expected uh, it today. Did I, you actually I call did. it? I did. I said, throw you? a drink in his face. For Tom. She wanted Tom. You wanted Tom to throw. No, I wanted her to throw a drink in Richard's face. Well, he like, wasn't there, though. <laughs> what? No, when she was talking to... Richard no, oh, okay, and that, yeah, I thought you meant insane. in the scene where she found out about... No, 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 no. Oh, okay. like when she's actually talking to him in her office. I gotcha, yeah. So. yeah. There was no drink handy, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I thought something was going to come flying off the desk or something, you know what? Oh, she should have met, met in a bar. bar. Yeah, exactly. That's the last the season. Yeah. It is. That, that is. is. That is. So I said, move on to something else. Throw something at him. Come but on. They still use it in the opening, though. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I think that's a fun little fact. I bet you we'll see one yeah. of those in the last four episodes as well. She you has better. to throw it at some of point. Of course, she will have to. It became a cliche that we have to revisit because then all the everybody will think it's a very cool inside joke. Yeah. Uh, one more mention I would like to make that there wasn't enough music in this episode. I just have to say it again. <laughs> was there enough music? Because I was annoyed by that. No. The the song where the um, cast members come out yes in the audience yes mm-hmm. was that a new song though we we haven't seen it before it yeah. was uh, I think that we was saw the, um, a part of that one did we yeah didn't we see that earlier I did like a different section of it where they had that seemed like where they song. had Marilyn Monroe talking about. Uh, with her the Monroe Doctrine and the Stanislavski bit and all that kind of stuff maybe we did I didn't recognize it I didn't recognize it but not to say that we didn't maybe just because we talked they talked about the scene where where Marilyn does get more acting mm-hmm. uh, classes, but I thought like, I recognized like a part something about it. Maybe they did. Like, yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. There was not enough of it for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I that. I agree. I wish they would have kept going with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that yeah, was a fun little number. We haven't seen anything in the audience like that. That would have been great to see the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we didn't, and nope. so there. So. Arg. <laughs> Um, I think that wraps up the episode. Let's go on to our news. After Buzz TV News. I have a quick one here. Uh, according to certain sources that I've seen, Catherine McPhee wants nothing to do with Smash. According to a source what? close to McPhee says she refuses to do any interviews pertaining to Smash right now. She'll only talk about magazines she's in and her music. She knows it was a failure and she doesn't want her name linked to it. She thinks it's a sinking ship. Wow. Uh, A rep for McPhee said that that's not at all true. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Of course. So, uh... What do you think? Do you think she'd even say that? I mean, first of all, it's a horrible... Even if you you believe that, I don't think you should say that while the show's on the air. But see, that's the thing. It wasn't McPhee saying it. It was a person close to McPhee saying it. I thought they were quoting her. No, 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 no. It was. It might have been somebody over drinks with her. Yeah. (laughs) And some of you are in the news and entertainment business over there. You know, I I think I mentioned it's not about me, but I just want to mention this is one of the ways that these stories kind of come out. I worked at Victoria's Secret for a long time, and this was, you know, back before the internet. And we would get telephone calls at the store often. Um, You know, this is the inquirer calling. We heard so-and-so was in your store Mm. buying sexy lingerie because they were trying to link that star to a scandalous, you know, sex scandal. And and we would go, no, absolutely. And they go, okay, so you're denying that they were in the store. My gosh. (laughs) That's how they would make the stories up. So sources close to the, you know, said that she denied her going into Victoria's Secret and not buying underwear. And and Uh. I sold underwear to plenty of celebrities, but never talked about it. But, you know, it's how they get those. 
now. stories. <laughs> You've heard it here what, first. What, yeah, what celebrities are you talking about? <laughs> I sold panties to Bono. Okay. How about that? Oh. I did. I did. So what you size is he? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, good. not for him. Teasing. Uh, anyway, that's it for McPhee. I, uh, wow. Before I get into this story, I, I did um, notice yesterday, I think it was as of yesterday, Sam, yes. our friend Leslie yes. Odom Yes, our, fr- our good friend Leslie Odom Surpassed Jr. his goal. Yay! 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 That's awesome! This Kickstarter campaign. Yeah, it was uh, a goal of 30000 and In 30 last days. I checked, it was thirty-five. Way to go. Plus. That's way to still go. going. Thank you to everybody that participated. That's fantastic. Yeah. We need to tweet him and congratulate him. That's yes. great. Um, and then in other news on this, not this weekend's episode, but the following Saturday, April 27th, uh, Kathy Lee Gifford will be... <laughs> Friend of After Buzz, Friend Kathy Lee Gifter. Yeah. Gifford. Gifter. Sorry. Gifter. <laughs> uh, maybe that too. Um, she'll be um, playing herself on the show. So Great. it'll be the episode called The Producers. That'll be fun. Kathy she Lee's... She was a lot a, of fun on set. Yeah, she's a fun character to play, especially when she's playing herself. Mm-hmm. And um, and she's a big fan of Broadway and has a yeah. Broadway show of her own yeah. that she helped produce and helped write. So oh, that'll be a good fit to her. Special thank she's you terrific. to Sarah Mendoza. Yes. You thank you, Sarah. <laughs> she, yes, Kathy Lee's a fun to work with, and she's great on set. Yeah, and so that'll be a fun episode to watch. Yes. Let's have a small news, kind of a follow-up. I had mentioned a while ago about Smash's Make a Musical, uh, which helps you know, schools. You could you could apply for it and then get some money to help auditoriums and help out with your theater. So they actually picked a winner. And, and weren't they specifically were they specifically schools that were affected by Superstorm Sandy, or were they any schools? Or that was there part of a tie-in for that? I think it was um, you know, Sandy. I think it was. Yeah. For Sandy schools, anybody oh, okay. affected by that? Okay, great. Lawrence High School will see six thousand dollars to get its Sandy Damage Auditorium in top shape after the school was named one of five grand prize winners in the Make a Musical contest, and um, some of the other top schools for votes will be awarded three thousand dollars in Lowe's gift cards. So congratulations to them. That's Yay. great. Awesome. Always helping the arts. We love it. Well, I think that does it for our news. Yeah. Let's move on to predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. So we're on episode 11. We have 18 in the season, I think it is. Oh, really? I think it is. So we've got a few episodes coming up. Um, we've got opening night and the producers mm-hmm. coming up as the next two episodes. So based on that information... What kind of predictions do you ladies have, and gentlemen? I predict Kathy Lee Gifford's going to be on the <laughs> <laughs> You guys go. No. Wow. Um, I'm unfortunately. I, this was my predict. Well, I predicted last week that Derek and Ivy were going to have fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they did, and they are. I, I unfortunately think they're going to work on that relationship like mm-hmm. that's going to be the new I don't think we're going to see Karen with Derek for a while mm-hmm. and I think we're going to also so I'm a, I think we're going to see them together mm-hmm. and I think we'll see a slight power shift because even we saw here that Ivy hadn't called him and he, yet he showed up yeah. but then she still took away his alarm right right so I think mm-hmm. it'll be an interesting relationship yeah. to watch develop I have to say it was interesting because they, they they're now at at a point where they were 
dealing with each other on a much more equal level. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting how they, they created that. And so, I don't know, I mean, as much as, it, you, you know, you like Derek and Karen together, but I thought the way they were doing this was interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the New York Post will get a hold of that story instead. Right. Competing and shows, she, the yes. star and the director Ooh, for that. That's right. And um, the other thing, I think Jimmy will try to win back Karen, but his uh, drug buddy will get in the way. It's going to be my yeah. prediction for that. Kendra? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it'll just be interesting to see the shift in the relationship between Karen and Derek and how that's going to affect her performance and just the whole show. Partly because of how it's changing her role in the show? Yeah, well that and just seeing that he's kind of shifted his attention romantically you know, away from yes. her. Because I think she enjoyed it, even mm-hmm. if she wasn't into him in that way. Like I think I said, said last week, there's still something in there in her mind I think, in her heart, that mm-hmm. likes that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm gonna look out for that. I think the competition between Anna and Karen will intensify, and I hope that they'll really go at each other as sparks. And I hope that that will bring out the real diva in Anna that we have not seen yes. so far. So you're looking for a cat fight? I, well, I'm looking for something <laughs> to, to ch- charge Anna enough to go. Ah, now there's a diva. That's what I want to see. She's on her way. Yeah, but she's just so far back. <laughs> Marissa, predictions? Um, two things. Uh, quickly, I think Kathleen Gifford, if she's playing herself, I think she'll just be um, promoting the show. Okay. The bombshell, like mm-hmm. on the Today Show or something. Okay. So a little snippet there. And then I think Jimmy's past is going to catch up with him, and his whole drug problem's going to halt things for... Um, hit list and I think Karen's going to go down with him. Ooh. <gasps> wow, that's a yeah. big prediction. He's going. That's it. Mm. Yeah. I have nothing good to say after that. You guys, that was, that was a good one the hard good. part of I was ask predictions. You, what do you think about that drug druggy and why he has interest in Jimmy being involved in that play? Money, money. or yeah. yes, money. or money. something else? Money, money. I think it's money. Okay. Well, I'd now like, maybe he likes Anna. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'd like to think there's more to it, but yeah. I don't know that the show will go any deeper than that. You know, because they've been sort of creating the sinister plot. Yeah. But I think it's going to end up just being money. Okay. But it will bring back all of Jimmy's past. And so that will, yeah. you know, just a money problem between them is not scandalous enough. The fact that it's got drugs involved, mm-hmm. that there are maybe some other things behind it, mm-hmm. I think are definitely going to be Why part he had to of his name. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be part of it. Where's and the social security number? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, and that will make it a more interesting complication in, in the situation with Jimmy and the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. That was a prediction. That's what I think. (laughs) How can we find you? You can find me, Kristen Carroll13, on Twitter. Kendra? You can find Sarah Mendoza at Sarah with an H. (laughs) Mendoza. And then I'm at Kendra (laughs) Cavazel. John? Uh, You can find me right here at AfterBuzz building a third studio. Yeah, because we're (laughs) expanding so much. We need the extra room. You're also on House of Cards. House of Cards, Here at AfterBuzz. House of Cards. Marissa? Um, I'm on Twitter and on Instagram at TV. I didn't know you were on Instagram. I'm going to have to follow you there. Uh, you can IG, find me. as they call it. The kids call it IG. <laughs> Is that what they call That's it? kids call it IG. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tamara Berg. Also, my website is TamaraCentral.com. And you can find me on Home and Family occasionally. If you saw me yesterday, I did a That's cool right. project there. Um, thank you for listening to us. We will see you next week for Smash. 
from Bing.com. Executive know. producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.